For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Richard the Razor Ewing, and this is Game Face. But I got to ask you a question. If you're trying to figure out how to come back from all the drinking you did on New Year's Eve, you are on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out how to get the right stitch to use on that quilt that you're sewing together, you are on the wrong podcast. However, if you're trying to get insight into Bay Area sports, you just put your game face on. And if you want insight to sports on a national level, once again, you put your game face on. I'm Richard DeRacy Ewing, welcome. We'd love to have you. We see you got your game face on, so we're gonna get started. And tonight, we start a new era. My main man, Mike the Shoe Schumann, is no longer with us, he has retired. But the Warriors got a new protege in James Wiseman. So tonight, we got a possible protege in Matthew Wiseman. Matthew, good evening, man. How you doing? Hey, Richard. Thanks for having me. I appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, great, great. Okay. I'm doing, I'm doing good. Hey, Ohio State's losing, so I'm doing good <laughs> right now. I'm doing great. Doing good. Okay. All right. All right. Now, now, Matthew, you you've been in the Bay Area for a little while, and you've been covering Bay Area sports for a long time. So, so uh, that's the reason why I wanted to get you on. Now, I understand you're a big Giants fan. Huge Giants fan. I mean, listen, uh, born and raised in the Bay Area, my entire life. Uh, I love sports. Any anything sports. You put it in front of me, and it's competitive. Uh, I'm watching it. I'm consuming it. Uh, but Bay Area sports definitely has a place in my heart. Right now, I'm repping the San Jose State Spartan sweatshirt. Right. I'm super proud of what they did recently. So uh, anything Bay Area sports, anything sports in particular, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be all over it because I just I love it. I love the competitive aspect and I love seeing athletes just do things at just huge levels. So uh, I'm a huge fan. OK, great, great, great. Now, we know that with the Golden State Warriors starting a new season, and they just they just cut off last night with a major victory, um, and we're going to get more into that. But before we do that, we got to pay some bills. So, as you probably know, the NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads, totals to team players and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always an online consumer as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So we were talking about last night's win, the Warriors against Toronto. And 
I mean, that I lost, I watched that game, and I tell you thing, I, I thought I was gonna lose my breath when Siakam took that shot, because I thought, okay, look, if he did, if he hits that shot, basically you got a situation where you you have a formula for winning in the NBA, where and the formula always is the same, where you try to have at least five guys in double figures, because if you got five guys in double figures, your percentage of winning is extremely high. Well, this was going to be a situation where the Warriors had five guys in double figures. And if Siakam hits that shit, they lost. So I'm Absolutely. just like, I'm just like, wow. Okay. So, so, so what were your thoughts on that game? Here's the most impressive thing about it. And you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, there's a formula of basketball. You got your superstars, you got your, 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 the elites, right? And you're going to let those guys do what they do. The James Hardens, they're going to get their buckets. They're going to get their points. When you got a guy like Steph Curry, Steph Curry's going to do Steph. I mean, Draymond said it. Watch out. Steph's doing Steph tonight. And then what'd he do? He went off for 63. But what was so beautiful about the game last night against the Raptors, and then you take it back even further into this weekend, the game against the LA Clippers, is they got the W, and it wasn't just Steph doing Steph. He was getting support. Up and down that lineup, they were getting support. I mean, you look at the numbers, and everybody was getting everybody was getting buckets. Uh, that's, that was the key to success. Um, cause some nights Steph, Steph's not going to be Steph. He's going to have an off night. Hey, I'll tell you something. That is an excellent point that, that you, that you brought out because that was one of the things that I was worried about this season. Cause I felt like, okay, you know, you know, uh, current company, they went out, they picked up Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, they went and brought back Baysmore, which is really just a, a, a nice acquisition. But still, in the question in the back of your mind, you're still asking yourself, okay, now look, if 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 Steph can't, you know, carry the load, which is like you said, there's nights he's not going to be able to. He's not immortal, okay? He, he's going to have some off nights, and if he does, what is the rest of the team going to be able to do? And so you're absolutely correct, and you hit the you hit the hammer on their hood on that because that's what we all wanted to see. All Warriors fans wanted to see if whether or not this team could support what Steph and Draymond and, 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 and Looney and some of the other guys will be able to do. Now, obviously we know the, 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 the real key to the puzzle is Clay Thompson. We all know that. Okay. But the reality of the matter is Clay's going to be out for another year. So they got to have guys that can step up. They got to have guys that can be consistent. And I saw some consistent play last night. What, what did you see? Well, and, and listen, and, and, you know, we talk about we talk about the consistency. Look at the consistency you're getting out of a guy like Pascal. You know, that guy, they defined his role. Um, they know he knows what he's going to be. He's coming in with that number two team and he's going to take on a big center and he's going to run. They're going to run a small offense. And, and he's been lighting it up double digit point games in the last three games, I believe. Um, but he's been lighting it up. It's these bench guys. These bench guys is exactly what's going to tell us the story about this team. And especially when Clay comes back, um, th- look at all the support he's going to have. You're going to have Wiggins that can get you anywhere from 10 to 20 points a night. You're going to have Pascal that can get you 10 points off the bench. You know, you got Bazemore. Bazemore's, I mean, that guy's an energy guy. You know who he reminds me of out there? He reminds me of a, of a Iggy uh, running out there. Ah, yeah. they, just the energy and his hands. His hands are wild. They're all over the place. They're in the passing lanes. Right. Um, I love that pickup of Bazemore. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, a great pickup. I, I kind of saw that and I thought, yeah, that was smart. Um, you look at their point production last night. Wiggins had 17. Draymond had 10. 
Wiseman had 10. I tell you something, this kid, Wiseman, oh my goodness. They, 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 man, they knocked out the park picking him up. But the thing that, that's, that's interesting to me that I'm still scratching my head, I'm like, you know, and, and, and this is something, if you've been watching the NBA as long as I have, okay, you know, is, is there something wrong going on in Minnesota where every year when they get to a point where they can get a great draft pick, they, they always go the opposite direction. I'm like, y'all, y'all had a chance to get Wiseman, y'all passed on that? I'm like, wow, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, Anthony Edwards is not a bad player, but Wiseman, Wiseman, Wiseman is a guy. You, you, Anthony, listen, Anthony Edwards is, is going to be a great player. And, I, and you know, honestly, I think he's going to be in the running with LaMelo Ball to be rookie of the year. I mean, I think that that he's got that chance I, with Minnesota. I don't know. Um, they're one of those franchises. I, I just don't know. They needed they needed what they got right position wise. They really didn't need a big guy. They got Carl Anthony Towns. He's going to hold it down there for a, for a little while. Um, they needed they needed a guy like Edwards, but. But it's tough because you pass up a generational talent like what Wiseman can become. Um, and I'm proud to have a portion of his last name. I'm telling you, that guy is going to be a baller. And he, I hope he stays in Golden State for a long, long time. Yeah. And back back to the, the point production you were talking about, your boy Pascal. Hey, man, nice dividend. Picked up 15 last night. And Damian Lee is showing up to be, in my opinion, just, you know, an anomaly. This kid comes in, you have no idea what you're going to get with this kid, but he contributes every single night, you know, and he's always in pivotal situations. The, the, the other night, when he, when he last night, when he took the shot and got fouled, two major free throws. And who, who's taking those shots? Tamian Lee, man, there it is right there. Um, but but I, I will say this much that it, it, you start to see, in my opinion, you know, th- this team kind of gelling together. Slowly but surely, they're kind of slowly starting to learn how to play with each other. You know, I did something. Wanamaker, that kid. I mean, he, he that kid in Jackson, you know, seven points. But, you know, he does all the other intangibles. You know. How many big shots did he hit against the Clippers? I mean, he was he walked into two huge threes late in the game. Late in the game. Um, I mean, and you see the bench. And the bench. The bench was what turned that game around. The bench was the one that helped make that run. Um, and then Curry got in there. They, they did their thing. Took They did a third quarter old school Golden State Warriors run thing where they, they dominated the third quarter. Um, and it was a little slow. They got off to a slow start, but they dominated the third quarter. And, and yeah, you want to make her hitting those threes, walking threes. I mean, clutch. And they're all gelling. They're all gelling at a good time. And listen, it's not all roses. I mean, you got Ubre. He's struggling. But listen. The kids, he, he's, he's going to keep hitting. He's going to hit shots or he's right. going to take it to the bucket, um, the energy. So um, it, it's not all great, but they're doing some really, really good things. And they're getting a lot of production from a lot of different areas other than Steph having to be Steph. Yeah, i tell you something. If I'm Kerr, I would have Oubre going to the rack every night. I would have him going to the rack every night. I'd be like, man, look, you ain't got to shoot from the outside. Just go to the hole every time. Hey, because kick it to him and let him drive from there. Drive. They're going to be there's going to be defenders flying at him. And, and not only that, I noticed that whenever he goes in a rag, dude, there's not a lot of guys who can stop this kid. I mean, he goes and that's it. It's done. I mean, I, I you, you didn't see what's the last time he went to rack and missed. Hey, well, I mean, he he's going to get fouled either either way. Either right, way. right. 
Right. So, so I mean, I kind of saw as that what his plus side is is going to the rack. So if I'm, I'm covering I'm like, man, do your thing, you know. Um, Cycle it to him in the corner. Yeah. The defense is going to rotate. Somebody's going to run at an open shooter, and then that gives him a lane to to take it to the rack. And if it's not there, you got a dish right there to what? You give it to your big man Wiseman. You kick yeah. it back out. You recycle. Um, no, we're gonna they're gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah, I think they are too. I just think I, I obviously I still think they need more time to gel, but but you can tell as time goes on they're getting better. And mm-hmm. I, I tell you something. Wiseman just has not, he has not disappointed at all. And the thing is, you got to remember when you look at him, he's only 19, you know? <laughs> I, man, at 19, at my 19, I didn't have the mental capability to be able to, to be in the NBA, you know, and play big boy basketball, let alone be in high school or just graduating high school. So um, dude's a baller. Yeah. Dude's sharp. He's not just a baller, but he he's sharp intellectually. Yeah, and, he's and, Mandarin. And you know what I love about it is I love that Steve Kerr is he's not he's not going given the philosophy. Let's just throw him out there to the wolves and have him learn on the fly. Because if you look at it, he's not getting crunch time minutes in the fourth quarter, and that's okay right now because I bet you in a couple months, two three months, we're gonna start seeing James Wiseman in crunch time. But right now, they're just easing him into it. And I love that because you're right. He's 19 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're going to go ahead and shift gears and we're going to talk about the 49ers. And this is difficult for me to talk about because I'm a Niner fan. So, um, and you know, when we look at the season, you know, one of those, you know, whole home seasons and and really you can't, on one end, I, I know a lot of guys, you know, we talk, and hear different, you know, sports talk aficionados. They talk about Kyle Shanahan, some of the mistakes he made this season. Um, one of them was saying that, you know, he's sometimes very arrogant, you know, where, you know, he will push his 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 philosophy and ideas out there on the field. Like, as if like, hey, guess what? It's going to work because I'm Kyle Shanahan, because I know the offense. And we've seen a couple of times this season where that has not happened, okay? But the one thing you do have to keep in mind, I tell people all the time when it comes to Kyle, is this. You look at everything that the team had to deal with this season, you know, and don't get me wrong, you know, COVID-19 affected the entire season and every team out there. But I'm saying when you look at at a whole, it's like in the beginning of the season, no team had more injuries per capita per player in the NFL than the 49ers. They started off with 25 players on, on, on the injured reserve. Then you, you throw at them the fact that COVID-19 came in. And then which COVID-19 was there, we get that. And then you look at the fact that, hey, you know what? Not only are we, are we dealing with that, guess what? Now you, you can't play in your stadium. <laughs> it's like, wow, boy, really? Really? That's a boy. That's, thank you very much. That, that, that just made things so much easier for us. That, you know, so. Hey, um, hey, like hey, like everything else in 2020, right? Let's right. let's just let's call the Niners season what it is. Let's call it a wash. I mean, you mentioned you hit nail on the head. COVID, every I mean, we had the, what, the Thursday night game where where half the the receiver core couldn't even couldn't play, you know, because of COVID. So, um, it's not to mention the devastating injuries. Losing Bosa is huge on that defensive line. Huge. 
Now, Kerry Hyder Jr. had a great year. That's great to see because moving forward, you know, you got him locked down. You got him, you got him, or he may have been on a one-year deal. So we may got to, may got to sign him. Listen, the Niners got to make some moves moving into next year, not because of the season they had in 2020. We're going to call that a wash, but because the Niners need to make moves. We're burying the lead. Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. What's Kyle Shanahan going to do? Does he want to, to start over with a quarterback like Deshaun Watson? Does he want to continue riding with Jimmy Garoppolo? Does he have options on his team? That's what we, we need to be asking. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. You, you did a great segue because I was going to bring that up in the fact that really, in my opinion, I believe they should go get Deshaun Watson. And I'll tell you why. Because, because you look at Garoppolo and not take anything away from him. Okay, I think he's a good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? No. Okay, now his biggest stigma is staying on the field. Okay, because you cannot perform if you're not on the field, you know. And so I look at it like this in the NFL, the players are what they're paid for performance. Okay, and when your opportunity comes. You have to seize the moment, okay? You can't you can't all of a sudden think, oh well, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and try this, and if it doesn't work, there's always next season. It's like, uh, you know what? Next season, you may not be there. Not in the okay? NFL. There's Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, that's in why the NFL. In the NFL. What do they call it? Not for long. That's okay? right. <laughs> so, so my whole take is this. You know what? We've seen Garoppolo. We went with Garoppolo. Garoppolo made his money. Next season, the Niners don't have to pay him. Okay. Hey, but- but I understand the injury thing, mm-hmm. but we're talking about a man that's got a winning record. You know, you know, when I used to play sports, when I used to play athletic sports as a kid and, and some dudes talking mess to me all in my ear all game and, and we're up. I just tell him, look at scoreboard. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo can say, look at scoreboard, yeah. I, you know, and he and I got you to a Super Bowl last year um, now. But what you're saying is absolutely correct. Can he stay healthy? Um, I don't think it's about can he perform? I think he can perform. I think he can be a good quarterback in this league. Um, but can he stay healthy? That's the question. That's the key question. Well, I so yes, you. go get Deshaun Watson. Go get him, Niners. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, yeah. John Lynch. Go get Deshaun Watson. Well, but this is the other part of it. You got to look at why you go get Deshaun Watson. You go get Deshaun Watson for the fact that when you compare him to Garoppolo, Deshaun, when was the last time he was injured? He never he has. I don't remember. No, no, but he hasn't. That's my point. He, he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't get injured. The other reason why you go get Deshaun Watson is you got to ask yourself: Are you going to be able, okay, to get, you know, what you need on that offensive line, okay, to protect Garoppolo? Because right now you don't have that, okay. That's right. And and, and, and my whole deal is this: Shanahan has to make a decision. He has to say, okay, you know what? We're going to stick with Garoppolo. We're going to beef up the offensive line so Garoppolo can go back in the pocket and throw the football, okay? And by the way, when I say throw the football, I mean throw the football. In other words, not none of these, you know, five, ten-yard passes underneath. Look, throw the football downfield, okay? Now, if you decide not to do that, you have an opportunity right now to move on to what the future of the NFL is going to, okay? The future of the NFL is going into a mobile-type quarterback, okay? (laughs) Absolutely. And the mobile, the mobile type quarterback 
You don't necessarily need to beef up the offensive line because guess what? If he's in trouble, the quarterback can move, okay? That's the reason why I say you go get Deshaun Watson. Now, Bingo, you hit the nail on the head because what, what's the alternative, okay? The alternative is if you don't make a – I mean, listen, you they, kicked, they said they kicked the tires on Tom Brady. He ain't no mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now you have an opportunity to get a, a, a great quarterback mm-hmm. um, and, and bring him in that's mobile, that can move in, the, move in the pocket, get outside the pocket when there's danger. What are your alternatives on the market? You got Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold. Um, you got Matthew Stafford. You know, you got Jimmy Garoppolo, who, who's yours. I mean, those are your options. And, and I don't see a mobile quarterback in that mix other than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think also you have to look at Deshaun Watson's numbers. You look at his numbers and you realize, okay, you know what? This guy, you look at his passer rating on the 3rd of January, 115.9. On on December 27th, 133.9. On December 20th, 120.8. On December 13th, 101.9. 12-6, 85.5. But then after that, he's either in the 90s at 100 rating. I mean, he's, he's, and this is the thing. Last season, the 2019 season, he was the number two quarterback when it came from yards and it came for stats. I mean, he was, he was number two. I mean, behind who? Lamar, behind who? You know, a guy in behind the guy in Baltimore, right? That's just yeah, doing it yeah. big time and it and won his first playoff game. You know, so absolutely. Listen, Deshaun Watson gives you three aspects that you are currently lacking in your quarterback. He, he gives you mobility, he gives you a deep threat, and he gives you consistent. He's consistently on the field. He's playing, and listen. You, I don't know. I'm not, I can't, I'm not the GM side of things in my mm-hmm. mind. I think I am, but what, what do you got to <laughs> give up? What do you got to give up? Jimmy Garoppolo and, and a boatload of picks. I know that's not popular. You know, picks are valuable now, but to get, to have your quarterback set for the next four to five years, possibly. Yeah, but think, just think about it though. When the, even, even you, even you right now, Matt, even you got to say to yourself, Hey man, take a look. Watson throwing to Debo Samuel. Watson throwing to Brandon Ayuk. Oh my God. Man, that was just okay. I mean, Richard, come on. Richard, I'm crafting the email right now in my head that I need to send to John Lynch and Mike Shannon. Cause can you imagine? I mean, we talk about Shannon, we talk about uh, you know, the intellect, the the to be able to to put an offense together. Could you imagine giving him a weapon like Deshaun Watson and every dick Deshaun Watson, George Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, Moser, you know, be, Wilson it just, Jr. Disgusting. Look, it would just be filthy. It'd be filthy. That would be It'd be beautiful. Offense, okay. That would just be a filthy offense. And after that, everybody would have to go back to what it was in 2019 and say, yes, we know Kyle is a genius. There's no question about it because what he has now, and don't get me wrong, I would imagine the season or two they're trying to figure out how to beat it. But, I mean, hey, with Deshaun at the helm, you're talking about a totally, you know, prolific offense now. You're talking about an offense that really – the first downs will probably be done in the first two plays. 
really? you, run a, you run a RPO offense and, and you're going to get three to four, five yards on first down every time between Deshaun Watson or handing it off to Moser or, hey, let's not let's do the pass option and let's hit Samuel over here mm-hmm. with a quick screen wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, look, you, the options are, are endless that that Jimmy doesn't quite get you. You're not going to run an RPO play with Jimmy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so it and hitting the deep ball the deep ball um going deep actually actually cutting loose Ayuk speed being able to throw deep which has been jimmy's uh jimmy the knock on jimmy was uh, he misses the deep throw mm-hmm. too consistently right yeah. and they said he did it in the super bowl they, they, at the beginning of the yeah, year they said he's missing the open guys yeah he did think of what would have happened if he hit that guy it'd be a touchdown and we'd all be celebrating super bowl title right now so but i mean it's it's it, it kind of, what can I say? It kind of hurts me that, you know, and I imagine a lot has to happen for Deshaun to come here too because he wants to get traded for one thing, but Houston has to want to trade him. See, that's the other thing. Well, they, I don't believe I don't believe they do. I don't, I, I don't think they're going to have an option, to be honest with you. From, the, from what I'm hearing and, and the reports I've been hearing from the news, not that I have any inside sources, because remember, I'm just a dude that sits on my couch and loves sports. But right. from what I hear from, from the news sources and, and their sources was that, that if, if the, the Texans thought that he was pissed over losing Hopkins, mm-hmm. he's, he's doubly pissed. I mean, he's pissed now. And, that, and that's just what, what the news outlets are reporting so if he is legitimately that fired up i don't know if you can come back from it and from from the sounds of what he's upset about i don't think he should come back from it because it sounds like they've done him dirty in two situations so i don't know they may not have an option but that new gm in houston mm-hmm. uh I, you know i'll be praying for you brother because that's a tough job now <laughs> yeah 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 it's almost like it's almost like they're at a point right now where, you know, somebody came by and just basically dropped off all the gasoline around the building and somebody's lighting the match and going, who's going to throw it first? <laughs> it's, you know, a dumpster fire over there, you know? Um, but I will say this much. I will say that for Lynch, this is the situation that he needs to take, take control over. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if they don't pick up Deshaun Watson, they go to Garoppolo, and they put up a social season next year, I tell you right now, in 2022, Lynch is not going to be there. They're going to let him go. because well, You're missing the boat, for yeah, sure. Yeah, they are. Because, because you, you got to look at the fact that in a situation like that, when you have losing season like that, when you have them, you have the GM and the coach come at the same time, and, and you know that, hey, when they hired both those guys, they didn't hire Lynch first, okay? They hired Kyle first. So Kyle is the one who who really is the guy, okay? Nothing against nothing against Lynch, but everybody knows that. Everybody knows that Kyle's a guy. So if if they go to cut somebody, it ain't gonna be Kyle. <laughs> you know, I I imagine like and and to be honest with you, I think I think they they both work very very well together. I think they do an excellent job. I imagine it like this: Shani goes uh, looking around, okay, my depth chart. I need this, this, and this. And he goes to Lynch and he says, listen, these are the things I need for next year. What do you think? And Lynch goes, yeah, we got to get that. So I'm going to make some calls. Let's work on that. Um, And I hope quarterbacks up there as as far as their decision-making, maybe it's made up. Maybe Jimmy's their guy. You know, they rolled with them 
last year. Maybe it is. Well, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this much. They went ahead and signed Josh, the Rosen one. Uh, <laughs> okay. They went and signed him. Uh, and pretty much what that means is Mullins is probably gone. Um, CJ Beathard will still be a backup there. And yeah, they got to fill a starting job. So it, it's, it's going to go one way or the other. Um, I still think what they ought to do too, just to be stand-up guys, is go get Frank Gore and sign him to a temporary contract so he can retire as a 49er. Amen. That, I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I love that, I love seeing that. Yeah, that would be the the the, the stand-up thing to do because Frank Gore has, has been he's an, just an amazing athlete. You look at how many years he's been in the league. He's 16 years in the league. When's the same team running back? Running back, years. running back, sixteen years 16 in the league. Years. Not no kick, not no kicker, right? No, no. And I'm, a, I'll dog a kicker because I used right. to be a kicker, right? But not no kicker, but we're talking about running back. Running and back. This dude did it at the top yeah. of his game. Yeah, and I tell you something. The last person I thought, see, I seen somebody do that was Walter Payton. I think that's the last person I seen. There's a running back that did something like that. I haven't seen anybody else after that. Um, so yeah, they they should go ahead and do that. Um. We coming up on a break here in a few minutes. Um, I want to talk about your shirt, man. I want to talk about what you got on, man. Show that one time. We raise it up. That's right. Them San Jose hey, State I'm, repre- I'm representing the San Jose State Spartans. Okay. You know, I, uh, hey, listen, I'm not an alum. I didn't go to San Jose State. But right. like you said, I'm a Bay Area boy, right. born and raised. Right. And, and my dad had season tickets when I was younger. And that was my introduction to football was San Jose State football. And to be honest with you, it wasn't pretty. And it wasn't good football, but they're playing some good ball right now. Yeah, they, they, they are. just went to that champ, that bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm super proud of them. I'm super proud of that that whole athletic department, the students, yeah. the I mean, I it's amazing. I did what the head coach did down there. Something that hadn't been done in almost two decades. And so, and and I so. and you know what? And and I hope that that they're able to keep. I hope some of those juniors come back um, because I think they have a they're going to have a solid team for next year. Yeah, they are going to have a solid team. I tell you something. I've always wanted to see in one of those programs, San Jose State, somebody go in there and change, the, you know, really the the perspective of what they need to be doing out there on the field, and also on the court. I would like to see somebody go into San Jose State's basketball team and do something with that basketball team. That basketball team's been losing for a long time, um, but but it's nice when when you see them. You know, they come back with the, the, the Mountain West Trophy. Amazing job by by uh, the, the head coach and the coaching staff from that from that uh, program, and really just send a message to the North Bay man program to Stanford and Cal. Let them know, hey, look, South Bay baby, and we and, and guess what? We're unbeaten. Okay? Top that rank, was- top rank. Hey, in the top twenty five. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's yeah. that's that's amazing. That's great. Yeah. I mean, for for small small little school, San Jose State. That's that's big things. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm excited for the future of that program. And, you, and they definitely uh, definitely made them their their community proud for sure. Yeah. yeah, they did. They did. And I'll tell you something. Ball State beat them, but uh, one of the assistants from Ball State was quoted as saying that team that we beat today is not done. That's great. That's big. To, yeah, for him to say something like he must have saw something when they were playing him. He must have saw something out there like, wait a minute, this team is we're gonna beat them today, but <laughs> it's like next season they, they may bring 
bring a little bit more heat. We 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 better do what we need to do. So you know, and they make you wonder about that. So so we have we have to wait and see on that. Anyway, uh, we have run out of time. I am Richard the Razor Joint. He is the Wiseman, Matthew Wise, and he was our guest today on Game Face. Tune in next week. We'll have another great show for you. Maybe we'll have Matt back. I don't know. We'd love to have him back. So, Matt, thanks for being on the show with us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Get your game face on. Yeah, that's it. And by the way, as Matt said, you can come and tune in anytime. You can put your feet up. Do what you want. But when you come here, you better have your game face on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.